Hey, kids. If you're going to Comic-Con, the San Diego Comic-Con, Comic-Con International at San Diego, a celebration of the popular arts. I'll be there this year, uh, as I have been for the last three years, sitting uh, in back at a Hall H and back at a, the entire convention center uh, in the water uh, on the IMD boat, where I'm going to be interviewing my, my uh, pop culture betters all weekend long and stuff. And then on Saturday, the 20th, night of the 20th, I have my panel on, in Hall H, right after the Marvel panel. So, you know, what am I gonna say after that? I'll tell you what I'm gonna say after that, man. I'm gonna show you a trailer. I'm gonna bring the Jay and Silent Bob reboot trailer with me, and I'm gonna bring Jay with me as well, and we're gonna show you a scene from the movie, you know, because the trailer will go up online. But this scene from the movie, we're only, if you're in Hall H, you're gonna see it. If not, you see it when you finally see the movie when it comes out. So uh, that's what I'm doing in, in San Diego. And then uh, lastly, Hollywood Babylon with me and Ralph Garman uh, returns to the improv uh, on uh, Saturday, July 27th, week after Comic-Con. This is Mark Evan Jackson from everything. You're listening to NetHeads. Hit me! NetHeads 299.1? You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek you guys rock and now here's will see that 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 would have been more appropriate because it really is just me nobody else welcome another edition that hits my name is will no trent uh just coming at you because kabaracha sorry uh just uh coming to you because today is uh, spider-man far from home day uh, also, it's been almost a month since anyone NetHeads related did anything NetHeads related. So I wanted to come at you guys uh, right now. If you want to take part in the program, you can. One of many ways. One of them is uh, via our good uh, friends at, on the Twitters. Also, if I can get my act together here, um, you can also reach out to us via Skype. That's NetHeads on air via Skype. And if people were actually to chat with us, then um, you would uh, be able to see there chat messages popping up as well. So yeah, we can see everybody ready to interact. So welcome, everyone. Uh, thank you. Uh, let me. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. Well, that is a horrible thing. Go to applications and let me launch our good friend Skype. That'll help. Uh, anyway, welcome. Uh, so yeah, I hope everybody is doing well. Obviously, it's been a while. A lot of stuff's gone on over here. Uh, and apologies. You know, we just uh, life been life has kind of been getting in the way of of doing things. So that's why Trent and I really haven't gotten together to uh, talk to one another uh, via the interwebs and 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 coming live into your room. Hello, Sean Ryan. Pleasure to see you. I really like the uh, the the restream thing. That's uh, that is that's pretty darn handy. Uh, oh, now I'm getting sound notices through the computer. Lovely. It's all gone to hell, everybody. Uh, anyway, uh, lots of things are going on. That's why we haven't been talking to one another. Um, it, it seems like it's always a matter of um, 
you know, uh, he's got something going on. I've got something going on. Um, and like last week was a busy week here because my youngest daughter, um, turned five. My wife turned 29 again. Um, so, uh, that was, uh, what was going on, uh, here and, uh, you know, like Trent's got his life. So, uh, just wanted to make sure we were saying something I'm going to, you know, uh, look, we're a tech podcast, right? So let's talk about Skype and the incredible pain in the ass that it has become like every single notice that I am, I'm getting, uh, via the, the Skype system. Now it's like, is it really important for me to get these notifications? And, and we actually, I think, as of the last show, we abandoned Skype for when I talked to Trent because it just got too uh, unmanageable. It uh, I don't know why they, um, I don't want to say messed with it so bad, um, but, you know, it just seems like uh, when you get Microsoft involved, it just, it goes to hell in a handbasket very fast. And that is, you know, in, in my perspective, that's, uh, that's the way it's gone here as well. So now there we go. Everything is set up with the Skype. If you didn't want to reach out to us, NetHeads on air via Skype. If I noticed that the phone call was even coming in, cause I don't have it on the right screen. I should switch these things around. We could, we could really get down and funky and I could get things down to just three computers in here or two technically, but nobody wants to hear about that. Anyway, not a big fan of Skype. Uh, I don't even remember how we talked to each other last time. It may have been via whatever uh, comes in naturally through, um, when you do some type of video connect when you're I, like, here's how I access it just to sound completely outdated and, and dumb. Uh, what's that say? What ain't so Chuck, everything's going wrong. Um, I, uh, excuse me. I forgot what I was talking about. That's what happens when you do these things on the fly and you got beep, beep, beeps going in your ear. Um, but to show how outdated I am, you know, I don't even think of it as whatever type of Google chat that it is. I just know if I go into the email client, you got chat on the left-hand side and then you can do a call right there. Boom. Easy peasy, ready to go. Right. Very simple. So anyway, uh, uh, today is Spider-Man Homecoming Day. Super excited about that. Going to be seeing it at 7.15 with my uh, daughter Emily, uh, the old, the older one. Going to be seeing it in the, um, whatever that Dolby experience is. I really got to find out what the, what the name of it is. But, it, you know, they've got the reclining seats. It's the, I'm, I call it their IMAX knockoff. But it, they've also got really luxury seats. And, and it's kind of their version. It's a knockoff of both IMAX. And 4DX because the, the chairs rumble from the sound as well, um, which is always fun, you know, when your chair rumbles a little. I like it when my chair rumbles a little, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, we're going to be going to see that at 715. Uh, pretty soon, everyone around here will be having dinner. Hey, my wife's home from the store. Uh, so we'll be doing that. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it. But, uh, you know, uh, there's one little fun thing that did happen recently kind of a connection. You remember, uh, if you've seen Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, Chris Evans had a presence in that movie too. A lot of people, I don't want to say they overlook it, but they kind of discount it because he was just in these interstitial videos. But, uh, apparently, uh, good old Captain America, Chris Evans had a little bit of a, a verbal flub recently at a con and, uh, then corrected himself in the only way we would have expected him to. That was fucking, I, I like the Hulk and Thor. Language. 
Language. Yeah, language, Cap. Language. You naughty boy, you. Oh, what what, what are you doing using those grown-up words? Shame, 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 shame on you. So, far from home later today. Uh, is it going to be fun? Is it going to be exciting? I certainly hope so. Uh, personally, I think that uh, the bar is set really high. As a matter of fact, uh, I'll talk about that again. Uh, the bar is obviously set very high for this one because it's the first one after Endgame. A lot of heavy lifting. Uh, you know, they're they're setting the stage for what's going on in the MCU now. Because you got to imagine you have an entire planet where where half of all life went away. Now it's all back. How do you recover from that? You know, it's like uh, you went from excess to uh, you know back where you were. And I would imagine that, that you know. Based on what we saw in Endgame, if you remember when Scott was walking the streets, that lots of things were piled up, lots of things were left behind, a lot of infrastructure. I can't even imagine what the government would have to do at that point, you know, updating uh, the records about the appropriate age of people, the adjusted age, what have you. Because technically speaking, like, Peter might be old enough to drink if you if you just take his birth date and apply that. And plus, how do you quantify the people that did and didn't? Oh, it's a mess. That's the reason why um, it's a fictional thing and I shouldn't be hung up on it. But, uh, you know, for me, Spider-Man goes deep in my roots. So that's why I'm really looking forward to this movie. <laughs> Chuck is asking me to replay that. Oh, you want Cap again? Okay. That was fucking... I, I like the Hulk and Thor. Language. Language. You gotta... There you go. Language, people. Language. Um, Spider-Man goes deep to my uh, core. You know, uh, growing up, he was a character that was on the electric company. There was Spider-Man, the cartoon from the 60s. There was Spider-Man and his amazing friends. And I'll never forget, um, I think it was early on, I had bought some Spider-Man comic books and started following the story. But then I, I drifted away a little bit because I was young and, you know, it's not like I had a steady form of income. So how are you going to buy comic books? Uh, but then I remember hearing that his costume had changed and I'm like, what is that all about? And I got caught up on some of the back issues. And then this was at the time where the first Secret Wars came out. And sure enough, Secret Wars number eight, I had to buy, I think I had a doctor's appointment that day because I'd broken my wrist, falling off my bike. And I made sure there was a 7-Eleven just down the street, and somehow I got to that 7-Eleven first, and I ended up picking up that issue, which I then read. So, uh, obviously, Spider-Man is a character that I just love. And maybe it's because of the attraction that really anyone could be him underneath the mask. Anybody could be Spider-Man. You know, kind of the core message that we got out of Spider-Man uh, into the Spider-Verse. And... I don't know. And maybe also because the Spider-Man that was represented growing up, you know, is, is the kind of the one we see in the MCU as a teenager like me or a kid like me, this kid taking on adult responsibilities, even though he's not an adult and, you know, having these abilities and, and being responsible with them to a degree. I mean, it's all a very positive message really when you think about it. So I guess that's kind of why I really find him so endearing and why I'm really looking forward to this movie. Uh, I am going to have to start rebalancing things, though. The MCU movies, for me, uh, have been an experience where opening night or opening day, I always go with my, my eldest daughter, Emily. But now um, we're starting to get to the point where the older one or the younger one, Blair, is just like, why does dad get to go? Or why does Emily get to go? Why don't I get to go? But, you know, part of the reason is, we do as adults, I think, 
we have to properly screen movies for our kids first, depending on their age. You know, I don't know if this one's PG, PG 13 or what have you, but I would definitely want to see it to know what's in it so I can prepare for if it's something my daughter could see. You know, Avengers Endgame, I saw it. I think Blair could uh, see that movie. I just don't think she could sit through it. Um, but if you've got a five-year-old that could sat through it, more than interested to hear your story there. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to the movie, and that's happening later tonight. And and now I need to go help put away groceries. So this is just a quick little ditty, quick little something to throw out there. Uh, just to say, hey, make sure you know we're still out here. Uh, we're still uh, putting stuff together. As a matter of fact, I'm toying with something on Patreon now, the Patreon exclusive. For a long time, we've promised that we would do exclusive content that would never see the light of day anywhere else other than Patreon. So now I'm starting to tool around with the concept of just doing something similar to this, but with a little more detail, a very short form uh it's very short form type, uh, video, uh, product where it's kind of like a, a quick little daily ditty, uh, just brought to you from my perspective. It's called Will's words. Cause I don't know what the hell else to call it. And, and, you know, it's just me talking about the news that's going on and the things that grab me, um, probably nothing political going on in there whatsoever. Definitely would be say that you would probably see things along the lines of tech news, uh, entertainment news, etc. Like today, I did talk about uh, the Endgame re-release. Obviously, Far From Home, uh, a little bit of technology with the Firecast T or replay, and uh, I actually that that's part of the reason why I want to do this because that Chris Evans clip I forgot to do because it's not like I did a proper rundown. I don't know what time it will go out every day, but it will be live, and it's for the Modoc level Patreon uh, subscribers and above. So, you know, you, you, you can pay your buck to get in and, and just get the basic stuff, the commercial version of the podcast, etc. cetera. Uh, one extra buck more a month and you can get these, these quick little ditties. It'll probably be something I'll do more uh, after work in the evening so that way I can just quickly put the elements together and then put it out. Believe me, I'm not competing with the Ralph Report whatsoever. It's just if you want to sit here and uh, listen or watch me, and, and kind of see how that evolves, too. I don't know which direction it's going to go, but if you see it from the beginning, it's kind of like one of those things where we don't know how it will evolve or what it will become. Uh, it could be something not really nutheads in uh, nature at all, even though, you know, you really can't define what nutheads is anyway. Uh, I certainly can't. So uh, be sure to check that out. And you can go to patreon.com slash, I think it's netheads or netheads on air. Uh, but you can go to netheadsonair.com, the website, and that'll link you to everything, which is always the easiest place to go. Netheadsonair.com. Go to the Patreon link. You can see the stuff there. Uh, we also post all the videos there uh, that we post on YouTube uh, publicly. Those are all there uh, from the get-go. So uh, those are... You don't even need to be a subscriber. In many ways, I almost think the Patreon page should just kind of become the show page, but, uh, you know, the show website. But, you know, in the meantime, I guess we'll still kind of keep running these two different little entities and see how they go. So if you want to check out the daily thing, let's see how consistent I am with it. Uh, definitely probably won't be doing it on the 4th of July because it's a national holiday for gosh sakes. Uh, but anyway, thanks for, for, thanks for dropping in and, and, uh, checking this out. I just wanted to do a quick little update thing, something to let you know we're still here. And, to, uh, it's the reason why this one is, I, I think it's a uh, 299.1 is because this is the pre-screening podcast 
after I see the movie, obviously it will be a much different story. There'll be much more to talk about. So that's the plan, folks. Uh, do this one, do another one, and we're coming up on 300. What is big show number 300 going to be? Absolutely nothing special. I guarantee you it will probably just be Trent and I talking. You know, uh, It's not going to be interviewing with anyone else, even though I still want to talk to Steve Ashton. i got to put that one out there. Anyway, guys, uh, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. And uh, in the, 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 there went my mouth. Sorry. Uh, until next time, my name is Will, and we will be back soon. Hit me! You're kidding me. Right now is when you freeze. Okay, let, let, here, let me let me play that for you again because you literally just wrote. Stop laughing. Shh, shh. I heard it though. The sound stayed going though. Well, good. Here you go. Hit me. Episode two ninety nine point two. He's got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek. You guys rock. And now, here's Will and Trent. So, supposedly, Trent, I've been doing mm-hmm. a little tuning around here. Yeah. Right? And mm-hmm. so now I got it set up because it used to be the intro would play. Nobody cares about this, uh, but it used to be the intro would play. And then, um, you know, I would uh, we would hold. I, I wouldn't say anything more because, uh, you know, the audio level on that thing was too loud for us to talk. So now I've got it trained to where I can just do a, an automatic fade on the keyboard and uh, and everything's golden. Anyway, hi, everybody. Welcome. Another edition of Heads. My name is Will. I'm Trent. Or at least you're you're trying to be. I don't. I'm think... tr- trying to be Trent. Yeah, you keep freezing. Is that is it freezing all over on on all sides, or is it just freezing on? on... Um, it it freezes occasionally, but the audio is always good. Oh, okay, good. So if I just see yeah. you not moving, I know. I I'm still hearing you just fine. All right, but I don't know if I'm hearing you when you're not moving. That's the rub. Right. Right. That's the rub. If you want, if you want, I could rub my beard like all the time against the Ooh. mic so that you have a constant sound from me. Ooh, that would be bad. <laughs> or I could, do, or I could just do like mouth noises the whole time. It, Netheads ASMR. Oh, um, oh. So this is this is the sound of my beard scratching, scratch, 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 scratch. Yeah, don't do that. Don't. <laughs> I think that would be bad. Anyway, welcome everyone. Another edition of NetHeads. My name is Will. And I'm Trent. You want to take part in the program? You have literally, now I'm not kidding. You got one of many ways. And there's mm-hmm. literally only one of them I'm not watching. Yep. And, and that is, and it's the only one I am watching. That is correct. That is Twitter. Yeah. Trent, tell them about yeah. it. Use use the hashtag NetHeads. Uh, be like Super Bong Man. And our good friend, longtime friend, Tom Kate, uh, use the hashtag netheads, uh, whether it's uh, now or after the fact, uh, throw a tweet out hashtag netheads and, uh, we'll get it. We'll get at you. Always we'll part- holler back y'all. Yep. Always part of the conversation. Now, Trent, additionally speaking, there is a, a little feature built into the window now, uh, when you're watching the video, whether you're watching on the tubes of Ube, 
No, mm-hmm. tubes of you. Uh, why do I always got to play? Yes. It, look, if you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch, duh, if you supposedly, <laughs> if you chat within those, right, mm-hmm. we'll now see the messages pop up in the in the video stream. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know if it's working, but, you know, if it is, I can, I can just say, like, hi. And there we go. I, I just sent a message saying hi. Now I can come over here and, and theoretically I look and oh look. Yes. It popped up. It said hi. Yes. Me saying hi on, on Twitch, on Facebook, and oh, YouTube. To all of them. <laughs> That's cool. That's integration though, man. Yeah, exactly. Like this is kind of like uh I know it's been a while since I was on the show and we did a show, but uh, it's kind of like we were t- we were talking that time that like, you know, that this is this is like the last the last thing that's needed is to really unify all of our different stuff, right? Yeah. So, so that we can still reach everyone in, in their own preferred platform, but in one point of contact. Yeah, exactly. And and the beautiful part is now, um, I don't, because I've always got, look, nobody cares about this shit, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Uh, yeah. I, I've always got two things going when, when the show is on. Uh, I've got you on the one monitor that, you know, I switched to. There's Trent, la-di-da. And then mm-hmm. there's me. And and then usually it's the control interface, too, because we use uh, OBS, Open Broadcast Software. It's so easy to use. Combine yeah. it with the uh, Stream Deck by I don't know who makes it. And you've got something where it's so easy to switch. You could literally do this almost blindfolded. Um, yeah. But now, so you are the man on Twitter and if people are are chatting on YouTube, on Facebook, or on Twitch, I'll see them here. Like Sean Ryan chiming in saying, yes, it's working, guys. Which he said... It's working! Yeah, he's saying, like, he said that like four minutes ago, too. So, um, <laughs> But also, if you did want to give us a call, and I'm going to do air quotes. If you want yeah, to give yeah, us yeah. a call, you can via um, Skype. It's NetHeads on air. That easy. And I don't I don't know why my um my Anakin in a pod racer looks so dirty, but it does. It um, just looks wrong. It's working. Yeah, because well, because you're you're just moments away from like <laughs> I know it's so wrong. You're welcome, everyone. Um <laughs> hey Trent, uh nice Spider-Man t-shirt. That is the uh the animated right? logo from what, the yes. 90s? Yeah, the one at that had the the theme was done by the guitarist of Aerosmith, and they even reference him in some of the episodes about like not as cool as the guy from Aerosmith. Steve Perry, is that the no, right one? Joe Perry. That's Joe yeah. Perry. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. No, Steve Perry yeah. is the one that that was uh, from Journey. He was from Journey. Yes, he's the one yes. who went his separate ways, both both lyrically and literally. Yes, he did. He yes. carried on his wayward. Son, nope, wrong band. Okay, yeah, it doesn't moving matter. on. Um, which, and I could say I love uh, Led Zeppelin, and you don't get the joke because I already know you got a great, awesome Spider-Man T-shirt on, uh, which means you've seen the movie naturally, uh, right? Everyone at work the past two days, Trent, what'd you think about Spider-Man? No, I don't. I'm not a spoiler-free world or whatever. Um, but everyone I've talked to has said that they really enjoyed it, and they tied up my biggest fear. And my big, well, one of my complaints of Endgame, I was told, wraps up very quickly and easily and well put in uh, the like the first scene <laughs> of uh, the Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, almost the first scene, because it does, it opens up on much in the same way that uh, Homecoming opened up with the uh, 
cleanup uh, in a post uh, original Avengers world yeah. where Tombs is, um, you know, he's got the crew cleaning up all the mess of the, the Chitari mess, basically. Yes. Uh, in this, once again, it does uh, start off somewhere else with different people and then goes into something else. Um, but I mean, uh, hey, oh, I, I guess we could. We could do this just because we might hit on some of them, but it's not going to be on the whole time. So this is your warning, folks. Spoiler alert. We're going to talk Spoiler about Spider-Man Far From Spoiler Home just a little yes. bit. Just, just a little. Just, you know what? Just, just we're going to scratch the surface. Yeah, but it's going to be it's going to be completely uh, irrelevant. Okay. Okay. It's going to sure. it's going to be uh, we're stepping into the spoiler zone, Trent. Uh, you don't have a spoiler zone, and I can't copy and paste it in there. No, it's but, okay. Uh, but we're, it's just going to be for a little bit of time. So by the time this warning ends, you know that, that we're going to talk about some stuff. Okay? Yeah. So yeah. just be advised, if you can even spoiler hear that. Spoiler alert. Okay. Spoiler alert. All right, go away. Spoiler alert. Um, yeah. Quiet, you. Yeah, exactly. So so what part are you talking about? So, uh, so at the end of Endgame, I had beef with... Um, with Hong uh, hugging Peter as they walked into high school together because uh, we didn't, we didn't know if Hong had been um, snapped or not. And if he hadn't, then he's been in some definite remedial courses and has not passed five years worth of high school. Yeah. He also hasn't aged at all. Yeah. But yeah, that, 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 that beef was resolved very quickly. Okay, Um, good, good. And the only other thing I will say, I never thought about this. And, you know, if we can talk about Avengers Endgame for another moment, just for the heck of it, yes. which, by the way, comes out digital July 30th, um, even though they did just did the, the cash grab re-release, which I hear didn't get them where they wanted to go. Uh, they, you know, Avatar is still the number one movie. Everybody loved them blue kitties. <sighs> yeah. Well, hey, you know, we hadn't seen that level of cool digital technology yet. Um, no, because of the unobtainium, Will. Yes. Will. Definitely. Yeah. It was called unobtainium. I got a really big problem with that, dude. I just, like, can we stop talking? I'm not, I'm not here to talk about Avatar. I don't want to talk about the Avatar. I don't want to do it. I don't want to. Don't bring it up. Okay? At, least, at least when you have a character, Kilgrave, you acknowledge that his name is Kilgrave and how r- ridiculous that sounds, right? Yes. No. They, they're, they're just, no, it's... It, Straight faced. This is unobtainium. I'm sorry. Moving on. Okay, but we're obtaining it. So can we get a rename? I'm just <laughs> please. Yeah, right. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Oh God, whatever. It's like, oh yeah, no, that town is in the middle of no man's land. <laughs> well, th- then it's not a town. <laughs> or it's not no man's land. Exactly. Anyway, I'm, well, uh, actually, it could just be women or aliens. We don't know, but. True. Neither here nor there. Anyway, uh, one of the things uh, I was I'm I'm blissfully unaware uh, of some of the pedanticness uh, that's been going on on the Internet. And, you know, one of the biggest problems I think people had, because you remember um, in Avengers Endgame right before the Hulk does a snap, uh, which, by the way, if you want to get pissed off at me for spoiling Avengers Endgame, you know, I'm in good company with Tom Holland at this point because. He was on the uh, the oh god I can't remember the name of the the British guy's talk show. Uh, uh, I know who you're talking about though. Graham Norton. Yes. Yes. Uh, anyway, he was uh, he was on there and he brought up something from Endgame and people were on the internet mad because it's like oh thanks spoiling it what you were waiting for home video sorry. Um, yeah, it's been how long? Well, actually, it's just been since the end of April. 
April 24th, I think, wasn't it? Somewhere around there? June. July. Yeah, it's three yeah, months. Fair. Three it, months. Like I said, it's coming out on home video July 30th. Yeah. So, or yeah. digital July 30th. Now, and oh, we'll get into that later. Uh, but but uh, one of the big problems right before he, he did the snap, you know, one thing that, that, that Tony stipulated was, you know, bring them back, you know, where they were just just today. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no other Seems shenanigans. No, just bring them back. Yes, no other shenanigans. It's so yep. fun cutting to you when you're frozen. Um, no, but no <laughs> other shenanigans. None. You know, none whatsoever. And right. I wasn't aware there were people on the internet that were pissed off because they're like, "Well, what if they were in an airplane during the snap, and and now they're coming back, and they're and they're, you know, they can't be in the same spot because you know time and space move." Well, you know, so what? The Earth, guess what, folks. The Earth friggin' moved too. It wasn't in the same place. Yeah, space, unless, space magic. Unless, relax. Yeah, unless it was the exact same. Like, even if it was the exact same time and day of the year, the it would be slightly different. Yes, because the they've actually discovered the universe is still continuously expanding or moving. Expanding. It's doing yeah. all kinds of stuff. So and and the continents are shrinking and moving and everything else too. Dude, it doesn't matter. Space magic, right? So yeah, it's right, just, exactly. It's a f- stupid comic book, people. Yeah, all all you had to do, all you have to really do, is just simply say, you know, just bring them back where they were safely. You add safely yeah. in, and the space magic puts them where they should be. Yeah, which is fine. Exactly. And, and the the interesting thing too is in the beginning of of Far From Home, they address that very quickly, uh, and very very briefly via the. Cut, cut via the two newscasters at the school who both were brought back in and they referred it to it as the blip. So when people came back, they blipped. Okay. Back. And, okay. And you know, it's like during the snap, there was a marching band playing and during the, the blip, it was a baseball game in the gymnasium and suddenly band members show up again and just, yeah, yeah, you know, baseball, That's, basketball yeah. players. I mean, just run right into them. So anyway, it was cute. That's all I'll say about the movie. I'm sorry to hear you haven't seen it yet. But I gotta tell you, it was it was it was just a uh, an enjoyable romp, uh, in 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 uh, the Spider Man adventure, yeah. and uh, I I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Saw it at seven p.m. with my daughter. I gotta tell you that that Dolby Cinema experience thing, it's really nice, dude. Reclining chairs, yeah. cup holders, oh. and and the best part is if somebody sits next to you. Uh, we're not going to talk about any spoilers. Let me get rid of it. Yeah, Spoiler yeah, things. Yeah. So people don't you know, like. Oh, I don't want to talk to those guys because they're going to screw up my world. Um, they, uh, they, you have a minimum of at least six inches between you and the person next to you. At, oh, the, at the worst. The yeah. only, the only. Pe- I mean, you, we're we're talking like first class seating here. It kind of, yeah, because you know it can recline and you can adjust everything. Yeah. The only thing that I feel bad is if it's a family of three going. Generally, the chairs are love seats, so there's kind of like an armrest yeah. between you. So, yeah. you know, then if you're a family of three, somebody sit next to somebody, but there's still an armrest between you. So relax. Uh, yeah. But you know, it also rumbles with a little a little bass Ooh. rolling. So you know, it's Ooh. it's really nice. And like I said, it's like an IMAX quality screen almost. So uh, in those circumstances, it was much better than my viewing of Homecoming. Which was in, I think it wasn't even the IMAX theater. It was the same one we were in, but before it was remodeled. And oh, okay. and the uh, the one thing I will never forget is that because again, remember that was like a July seventh release or something. Uh, the the air conditioning was out, and I literally remember at the point where oh. where 
Toombs opens the door for the date. Like, I, I was really enjoying the movie, but I literally had to take a napkin and just wipe down my gross, oh, bald head. Yeah. You yep. know? Yep. No, I... Oh, I, I, I could not go to a theater without air conditioning. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Well, right now I'm living in a house without air conditioning, so that's uh, hey, I... always nice. I'm living your life, my friend. <laughs> As I've got, like, the industrial fan blowing on me right now. Oh, you do have... I don't even have one running, because I'm like, oh, no, I don't want it to mess up the audio. <laughs> yeah, great. Suffer, Will. Um, it's, it's, well, it, thankfully, we've been having a little bit of cool spell, but it's the same thing every time, and it's the same thing that has happened every single time the air conditioning has had issues here. This time, it's the compressor that's inside the condenser unit outside. It mm. had a leak at the point uh, on the compressor itself where it has like a copper nub that comes out for them to sweat the piping onto for right. your internals. But uh, it, and it's been under warranty, but uh, naturally it happens before the 4th of July. Actually, it happens late June, so we're still waiting. Oh, and yeah. and the part that really, really chaps my hide is that they don't, and the home warranty thing that I've got that I'm getting rid of now, doesn't cover the coolant. They cover $10 per pound on the coolant and that's it. And so if you think about uh, between uh, one leak I had because of rubbing uh, on one pipe, the compressor replacement, and I think there was another one that I don't remember what was there. And now this replacement, I will have spent roughly $2,500 in coolant over the past four years. Uh, yeah, that 10 bucks is not helping. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't help. And then, and, and then the part that, you know, then the really cheeses you off is, well, like for $2,500, you know, that's definitely a good condenser for outside, Totally, yeah. That I could have covered. And then I would have to worry about uh, probably, what is it, coils, the coils inside if they match or yep. not, and, yep. and installation. And and so, you know, it's just a little frustrating when you think, you know, you're half or a third of the way to a new system. Just yeah, wasted. already. Um, yeah. But, you know, where I live, you kind of need air conditioning. But anyway, oh, so what I was yeah. saying is it's been the same thing every time now. Uh, usually I go buy a, either a portable or a window air conditioner, big one. Sure. Put it 1,400 BTUs, I think, or oh, 1,300 yeah. yep. BTUs, and that is in the family room window, and it, there's one comfortable room in the house, so, <laughs> and then it- It forces family time, right? Not really. My daughter has now officially <laughs> said, I've had enough of y'all, and she is <laughs> up in her room regardless of the temperature. <laughs> See, I thought, I thought that you had, like, this brilliant key to parenting for teens, right? Where it's like, oh yeah, just just tell the kids that the, the, the air conditioning shut off by one air conditioner, a window unit, and then it forces the kids to hang out with you. Nope, not even that. They will suffer. Yeah. Well, like like <laughs> just I said, for their independence. Yeah. Right. We've had a little bit of a cooling spell, so the weather hasn't been as bad. Which you know, because I think usually there's a five to seven degree yep. difference between us and you. Uh, the only difference yeah. is you probably have more humidity. Uh, um, no humidity. Oh, good, good. I'm glad to hear that because yeah. humidity makes everything miserable. Um, yeah. So uh, that went in and that's been working. And then at night, I, I once again, I have another system, the high velocity fan like you've got or one mm. similar that goes into one window downstairs, yep. upstairs windows open, stuff blowing in. And my wife, I God bless her, <laughs> woman who cannot stand to have a window open at night because we have a main street behind our house. Yeah. And it's not the sound, it's not like the sound of the ocean, folks. It's not calm no. and relaxing at all. 
No. Uh, so, so she listens to that, and but uh, we've had the window open, so it works. Um, last night it was really cool, so I'm like, oh, you know what? We can we can forego this, no big deal, because usually we wake up. Upstairs is about 73, 74 degrees. Downstairs is about 71 or 72. Not bad. That's uh, great. Last night, I forewent the fan downstairs. My daughter, uh, Emily, the older one, has been uh, busting out a queen-size air mattress every night and sleeping in the family room with the big ceiling oh, yeah. fan and the air conditioner. And uh, and so last night, I'm like, you know what? Maybe we don't need this. So I left it uh, closed, woke up this morning, down, upstairs 74, downstairs 75. I'm like, oh, hell no. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. In fact, I, uh, I've, I've got, I, I mean, I've got it down to a system now, um, where I'm just watching and, and the second that it's cooler outside than it is inside, everything, you know, flies up. And then, uh, one side of my house, uh, the fans, uh, in the windows are blowing out. Ooh. And then the other side they're, they're sucking in and it creates an awesome, just like breeze through the house. It's great. That that is a that is an excellent poor man's uh, whole house fan scenario. Yeah. Yep. Totally. I should really kind of do the same thing if I were smart, but I'm not. Because I mean, those those like three speed box fans are like ten bucks, you know, and they're huge, um, and they'll last you a season, <laughs> and <laughs> and that's basically all they're designed to do. But they sit in the windows perfectly, so. And that's all you need. That's yeah. all you need, Trent. Yeah. It, it it and it brings me some joy. Um, not a lot. The only thing I will say is that with the the increased level of noise that I'm not accustomed to, and you know, I gotta admit, man, we got like blackout curtains all over our Ooh, bedroom. I need to do that for some great sleeping, you know, situations. It's just nice and dark. I I it's been th- what three weeks now. I have just. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys on the, watching the video, all one of you can make out the bags under I have not had a good night's sleep in 3 weeks. I have, Dude, when it's when it's warm though, I I've 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 felt the same way and I like I always sleep better with a fan on just for the the white noise, but even like it just hasn't like been cold enough even to sleep lately. Yeah, I uh that's kind of the world it's, I'm living in. That and all the extra noise cuz it's not just cuz usually yeah, there's usually this right. uh what is that called? Like a not a pedestal fan, but it's a it's a fan that's on a stand. It's a stand fan. I don't know. Yeah. And and I've got usually that's blowing on me, and it's the only fan that's going in the room. But now we got that, the ceiling fan. There's also a little air circulator that I'll sometimes put in the window ups. I mean, I'm like I'm desperate. <laughs> and, and by the way, everybody without air conditioning, they're just sitting at home listening to this going B O H O O. Yeah. They're just playing their little violins. You know what I haven't tried though is your trick with taking the flat sheet and sticking it in a plastic bag. Oh, dude, yes. So good. Throw it in the freezer, man. Pull it out. <laughs> oh gosh. It hasn't got that cold that warm yet for me. Well, I'm glad to hear that, but man, I'll tell you, I, uh, it's, it's, it's definitely kind of been there for me. You know, when it's the nights that really cheese me off are the ones where it's like 83 degrees still outside at 10 o'clock. Yeah. Those are the ones where people, people just don't, you don't want to be near me. You don't (laughs) Mm -mm. like, 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 so we have the term hangry, right? Yeah. We need, we need a term for warm angry or too hot angry dude at my office i have a little desk fan uh that blows on me all the time and my poor cubicle mate the graphic designer she's like wrapped up in a coat (laughs) 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 but it's like i like 
I I could I'm not like if you want me to dress business casual like this is as like free flowing as it gets for me folks I'm sorry <laughs> yeah no I understand I'm a, I'm a like usually in here I've got the fan going too even but then again this room uh what is it southern facing wall so yeah, you know yeah, yeah. when and the it's when upstairs the, no no it's down I'm downstairs and I've oh, been yeah, downstairs yeah. for a while but still oh yeah yeah because you swap yeah. South, southern facing wall means that's where the sun is all the yep. time all so, day long yeah but you know what it's 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 fine usually with the ceiling fan and a, an air conditioner that works i'm good so uh will yeah. july 4th and 5th yeah uh looked up the 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 highest uh googled things on the googles um and uh utah came in number two for this but it was one of the most searched things oregon came in first uh, the, one of the most searched things on the fourth and the fifth, never-ending story. <laughs> and I know why, <laughs> because I've got no life, and it's and and I'm I'm assuming you're laughing because you're the same way. Totally, man. <laughs> I it, it took it for those of you that don't know what we're talking about. Uh, Stranger Thring, Things season three dropped. And it it took me a few days because, you know, I have a family and children and stuff, but I did, I watched the entire thing. Same for you. Yep. Yeah. I I was, uh, the, the whole holiday, uh, weekend, I was just working in the yard. So when it was too hot to work in the yard, I just went in and watched stranger things. And then when it cooled down, I went back out and worked and then watched until I fell asleep. And and I, yeah, I, I plowed through it, man. Um, but yeah, I, it was just really funny that that was like the most searched, th- one of the most searched things in the United States. Um, and, and, and gosh, this season is such a love letter to uh, sci-fi, horror, and thriller movies of the '80s. Man, there are so many like scenes that are s- like straight up like. Hey, look what we're doing! This is like that one movie in that one scene where there's that really strong looking guy in a black leather jacket looking into the camera about ready to get on his motorcycle and chase you down. Oh, um, oh yeah. There, oh, I know what you're saying. Cause there yeah, is, and, and, there's or, a guy that's like, very oh, Terminator like, right. Yeah. Or, or, or like, Oh, there's this like big monster thing. That's like got its, its uh, mouth coming down right on top of someone's face. And it's just holding it out right, right in front of their face. I'm like, what the aliens? Oh, exactly, man. Like this, this guy's and, and happy though. See him? He's a aw, happy little face hugger, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. But there there are so many like just little like quick like like 10 frames or whatever that are just like perfect like recreations of cl- iconic 80s uh like like pop culture. It was oh, so good. I love this season. Mario Flores on uh, on Facebook says, "Fly Falcor, fly indeed." Yes. Um. You know, I got to say, I um. Interestingly enough, I don't know why this happened. I went into Stranger Things three for some reason thinking, um, that it was a the last season when it's so not. So did I. I don't know why so I thought I. that, but but I went back and I found out it's because there are articles that said that. Basically, they saw this as a as a four to five season story is what it is. Okay. Okay. Oh, and he's pointing out the monster. Mario Flores on Facebook also saying it's the thing in the blob is what it's a combination of the monster. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I thought that too. Uh, and then luckily the epilogue shows that n- in in the last episode shows that there will be more seasons to come. Yeah, um, uh, well, I mean, you hope uh, you know, either that or it's just a big f you to the fans. Yeah, know? right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, so the first, I uh, like you know, uh, whenever I finish something, I'm always like, oh, is there more? Get on the Google machine. And uh, the the Duffers said uh, definitely one more season. Yeah, which is good because holy hell! Uh, and if yeah. you haven't, if you do have a Netflix subscription and you haven't seen it, I would. And you haven't seen well. Hopefully, if you've seen other uh, strange Stranger Things seasons, I would definitely encourage you if you haven't watched to watch it. Oh yeah, yeah, I liked it a lot better than the second season. Uh, hold on, Randy Chang is saying, "Is there no longer a live YouTube stream? This Facebook stream doesn't seem to work for me. I may have accidentally had it set to unlisted. Sorry." Uh, now, what was your what was your statement, Trent? What did you say? Oh, there? I was I was uh, just gonna say that I uh, and hi, Randy, how are you doing? Yeah, um, yeah, uh, I like the season a lot better than the second season. Uh, you Granted, know what? Go ahead. Like I we we got more Brett Gelman who freaking just crushes his role. I'm so glad they brought that character back. Um, was that the guy who plays Billy or somebody else? The the uh, conspiracy theorist. Oh my gosh! Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's everything he's in. He's always so good. Um, but and again, I think there, which I, I, I won't say what speculation on on season four because it could be a spoiler. But what makes this this third season I think better than the second season is that it's localized. It's in it's Hawkins, right? It's mm-hmm. it's 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 something that that you can wrap your mind around, and it's important to these specific people and it's not too big and uh particularly the the seventh episode in the second season where uh l is on excursion it just doesn't matter you know what i mean it's it's outside of hawkins like i don't know and and this season it's all in hawkins and so that that's what i think makes it good like like if the goonies were to like go on like the cannonball run, it would be less good, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, Randy, uh, if you go to uh, youtube.com slash netheads on there, it should be public now. You could be the only guy that's that's now <laughs> tweeting or chatting with us on YouTube. Um, yeah, I think I, I really liked it, it, this season uh, compared to last season had a much better balance because, you know, totally. they yeah. with this many characters, they they tend to like it, we definitely saw it last season and there was some of it the season before. But, you know, you have a lot of stories that that go different directions to kind of bring everyone together. So you have characters going on their own way. Yeah. And I think if there's any one thing I loved from season two it was the combination of Steve and and the the kid oh. with the teeth that I can't remember his name in the movie yes. or in the show. What is his name? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I can't remember it either. But they're a, but they were a <laughs> I great know Mike combo. Mike and Will. Yeah, and then the other two. Yeah, and and he uh, he did a they had a great uh, kind of near the end of the season they had a great yeah. chemistry and they capitalized that on this more this season. Really enjoyed that. Um, I mean, it, look, honestly speaking, it just it, it had much better pacing. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, I agree. And there, I mean, it's essentially um, four different storylines all going on that, that that eventually merge, um, which which is freaking brilliant. And like, I almost wonder. Like, I'm, I'm sure it's not, but they're they're so the pacing is so good that that you you don't feel that it's disjointed. I I was just like wondering like if there were uh like scheduling and sh- and shooting 
problems and that's why it was written so separately as, as far as everyone on their own individual like quest and journey and stuff i don't think that was the case it was just made for a great story yeah yeah definitely because i mean like you said in in season two we kind of got that we kind of had that in season three as well because there was kind of the the story of mike's sister and steve there was the four guys and then there was 11 um, yeah and those were kind of like three separate things that sometimes interwove and sometimes didn't. Uh, there, this season uh, for season three was was very much uh, more structured in separate totally. stories that come yeah. together in a gigantic narrative. And and yeah. really, when you think about it, I mean, a legit. I'm sure from production standpoint, a logistical nightmare. Because think about all oh the different God. stories that you do have. Because you have Hopper yeah. and and um. Will's mom. Will's mom. You basically have the the three boys, <laughs> yep. um, and, and some L. sometimes uh, you yeah. have Billy, and then you yep. have Mike's sister and and Will's brother, and yep. and, and, and that's like, and I'm sure and there's one got, more. And, and, yeah, and then you've got Steve and Robin. Yeah, and 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 then Erica, great great uh, addition to the to the Scooby Crew. Oh yeah. Definitely, because you can't spell America without Erica. Will no, you can't. That was a that was an excellent add-in. <laughs> but here's the thing: I, I really should have done a primer because I totally forgot the fact that she was uh, Lucas's or Luke or Lucas's brother or sister. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it was ever brought up. Yeah. Until until like the penultimate episode, because maybe was maybe she was in season one or two. I don't remember. I don't know. I have no. But idea. I I didn't I didn't realize it until like the penultimate episode. And I was like. Oh, this is so much and then the end, like that that whole ending sequence where they're in the in not the epilogue, but the third act when they're wrapping everything up. Uh-huh. Just like your geek heart grows so freaking big with uh her and and uh it's great. It's so good. If you haven't seen it, like totally go see it. My, I, I freaking loved it. Yeah, go see it in your living room on your lap. Yeah. What, what do you say? Go, go, go take the time and effort to take your shoes off and sit down. Uh, let's see now. Mario Flores saying, give Steve a jetpack. He's the next Rocketeer. And Christopher, two different names Ooh. I can't read, who says, how about Jake Busey looking like a certain orange guy we know? I didn't pick up on that. Did you? Uh, I just thought he looked like his dad to no freaking end. Yeah. I always like, like, like I, 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 I didn't know that, that that his last name was Busey, but I I said to my roommate, I'm like, that's gotta be Gary Busey's son, man. It's gotta be. Well, I've been a fan of his since the Frighteners, so I'm pretty sure that was him in that one, Jake Busey. Pretty sure, pretty yeah. sure, my friend. Um, yeah, yeah, that was a that's an excellent uh, excellent. Um, oh, sorry about that. That it's an excellent uh, season. It really makes me look forward to season four. I just hope it's not going to be two years. I mean, look. Selfishly, I don't want it to be two years till the next one. But if you get this kind of quality, uh, you know. so uh, what was I reading? Was it uh, Vulture was speculating it would be November twenty twenty? I accept that. So a year and change, not well, bad. Well, there is a little something near the end of the story where they're like, "Oh, well, you know, uh, you know, I'll see you at Christmas. I'll see you at Thanksgiving." So yes, and with the epilogue, it it might have lend to being filmed in the winter as well yeah well when uh, last season season two was around thanksgiving or was around halloween right yes it was yeah and and this this was all fourth of july so i'm guessing that the next one would will be a probably a, a thanksgiving release for christmas type thing 
I really like the way they did kind of just tie this to the holiday we're all experiencing anyway. So that was really cool. It was, totally. Yeah, it's so smart. And and I love just basically delving again into this world that I distinctly remember from my teens and probably from your early childhood, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, r- right down to... um. Oh shoot! Uh, at at the at the uh, during the third act, they kind of do the the recap through the the television magazine show. Oh yeah, and I can't well, I can't remember what it's called, but it was it was it was it was a real television magazine show back in the day, but I can't remember what it was called. Oh, I don't know if it was a real one. I just know it was very much like like Hard Edition or or whatever. Yeah, uh-huh. one of those yeah, shows. Yeah. Which, like, by the like, way. Like a less journalistic 2020. Yeah, I didn't pick up on this. Hard copy is like one of them that it was it's like yes. that. That's what I'm thinking. Um, I didn't pick up on this. I had to go back and listen to it. Saw somebody tweet about it, and the dude retweeted it. The voice for that, uncredited, Ralph Garman. Aha! Okay. Okay. Yeah, so that was cool. That was non sequitur. Nice. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Ralph Garman, yeah. and I'm sure this has been brought up before. Okay. Um, but, uh, I watched, uh, uh, is it Adam DeMamp, uh, from Workaholics? Adam Divine? Divine. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, uh, DeMamp is his last name in Workaholics. Divine there you go. I gotcha. Yeah. Is his, his IRL name. Yeah. So I watched his stand up uh, special that's on Netflix and good God almighty, he looks like the spawn of one Ralph Garman to no end in that special. Like, uncanny, the the, the resemblance that the two have. Oh, I'll have to check that out. Which which I'd never seen in Workaholics or anything else. But during the special, I'm just like, what? This, like, just kind of like a, like a weird feeling. Like, like is, is this a Mandela effect type thing? What's going on? No, it's one of those things where you're like, because I, I felt the same way. Uh, oddly enough, when I was seeing uh, Clerks, the originally, because yeah. I'm like, I even though it was black and white and it was an indie film, I, I still felt like so many of these people I was seeing looked familiar. But I think that's because they were like everyday people. You know what I mean? I mean, it, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Literally, Brian O'Halloran is a professional actor. Veronica, sure, oh, sure, sure, sure. The girl who played Veronica. I can't remember her name. Oh my god. Yes, Marilyn Gigliotti. I think she, uh, it does start with a G. Yeah, she she was also an actress. So I mean, they were actors. Don't get me wrong, but uh, you know, they just came off as just so yeah. normal. I felt like I saw them or knew but them. Snowball wasn't an actor. No, <laughs> it wasn't. Um, <laughs> and I've had that with other people too, where it's it is somebody that looks so much like somebody. You're like, oh my gosh, it's it's yeah. why, why this these people have got to be nope nope not related at all. Nothing, not, 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 nope, just, and then when you think about, you know, the billion some odd people on earth, it's like, oh, okay, sure. Like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't there be someone that looks like someone else? Exactly. I mean, A you know, I've doppelganger, seen. if you will. No, don't, don't you dare. <laughs> um, so, okay. So basically, uh, Netflix, Stranger Things season three, big thumbs yep. up from you. Huge thumbs up, man. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. I did too. I did too. And, uh, I gotta admit something else, Trent. I've been doing something weird. Uh, lately, when oh, well, <laughs> you sure you want to admit this to the internet? Will no, it doesn't involve not not just your incognito browser. No, it doesn't. It doesn't involve odd clothing or anything <laughs> like that. Um, because I, I know we talked about it uh, very briefly. I, I at least I talked about it. Um, and I still want to go back and now read the book, even though you know I know <gasps> one's an original art. I know what you're talking about. One. Um, but Good Omens, I have it has literally oh, already man. moved up 
in the ranks for me along with uh like look here here let me let me tell you what i'm getting at let me not yeah, beat yeah, around yeah. the bush yeah yeah so if i'm going to bed first if my wife is staying downstairs watching something and i go up to bed i like to put on the tv so that way it will stream something and i'm listening yep. to something familiar it's comforting yep and then there's a light source for her when she comes in Totally. I, I understand completely. For the longest time now, uh, it was whatever episodes were available from the from season three of The Good Place on Hulu uh, until they went away. Now uh, it's back to like seasons one and two of The Good Place on Netflix. Yep. Uh, what else is comfortable? You know, there's this. And now lately, this one has moved up very quickly. It, Good Omens. I love just putting on. I, oh I think gosh. collectively I've seen it three times now. Really? Yeah, I think if you if you compare all the times that I've if you piece it together, it's at least three viewings. Um, man, it is. I I mean I I I having having gone through uh, a very religious uh, childhood and youth, just love anything that takes like the the myth right of of religion, and 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 plays with it right. So like preacher. Uh, you know, also Neil Gaiman, uh, the Lucifer universe, the the Sandman universe, uh, obviously Dogma. You know, this this type of stuff I just think is the like, look, this 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 sci-fi ha has been around for thousands of years, and people are playing with it, and it's so much freaking fun. And like, man, it upset a few people though, apparently on the internet. Really? About well, what? So so this is a fun story. There was a oh. there was there was a group. And, and, I mean, this made some pretty big news. Uh, they they got a bunch of signatures uh, asking to have it removed uh, from the streaming service, and they uh, they sent it into Netflix. Yes, they Netflix, did. And Netflix was like, "Okay, we won't air it." Okay. <laughs> then they because even then they even reached out to Amazon <laughs> and they said, "Hey, look, if you guys cancel Stranger Things, <laughs> we'll cancel uh, Good Omens." Yeah. Uh, so, oh, uh, and before we move on completely, uh, Randy Chang uh, on Twitter brings up a really good point um, as far as the release of the fourth season. Given that they're still using kids as the principal characters, they really can't afford to wait too long to start production on Stranger Things 4. And he's right. And the uh, even, even just from 2 to 3... Um, you can tell that uh, uh, Eleven has has aged. I, I thought she, uh, it felt like she had aged the most, and Will had like grown quite a bit as well. He was a lot taller than he was. Not Will. Um, well, both of them. Yeah, Mike. Well, all of them. Well, gosh, Mike, Mike, and and Will in that opening scene in the theater, they almost look like twins. Yeah, it's weird. And look, I know we got to commit to the time and all, but but seriously, the gym running shorts that that <laughs> I didn't like them then, I don't like them now. No. Can we can we please omit these from the wardrobe? The, I'm begging. The, the 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 Magic Johnson basketball shorts oh that are just like <laughs> It's like dude, I, I know there's just any minute there's going to be a mishap, I'm going to be looking at plums. I just Someone's know it. Gonna... We're gonna we're gonna have a Lenny Kravitz esque somebody's, wardrobe malfunction. Somebody's here. gonna be showing brain any minute. No, no. It's like it's like chewing gum. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, so so good omens. Um, oh, but but you were so right, man. Freaking, um, you suggested it to me. Watched the like consumed, like gobbled it up, and I'll be damn, man. David Tennant is the most charismatic human being alive oh lord yes especially 
in that as a in demon. that role. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's not no surprise because when he was uh, when he was Kilgrave in oh. in Jessica Jones, it yeah. was a very similar thing. Uh, the, the the brilliance of 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 that first season, I think, and and why the other two suffered is critically uh, had a lot to do with with not having david Tennant uh in jessica jones after that because he's he's so charismatic that even though he's a, a little different in, in good omens but in jessica jones he's so charismatic that like you want to like him regardless of what he's doing yeah definitely it, it definitely in good omens i definitely got i mean oh, obviously yeah. in jessica jones i did not have that feeling at all and don't get me started on that because i you know after i went through stranger things Suddenly, oh, you know what? I didn't. I didn't watch Jessica Jones, and that came out. And I yeah, swear that, to God, I got to episode nine. I've given up. I've given yeah. up. I I plowed through. Man, not great. That I third mean, season. The uh, second season wasn't great either. Look, I'm not gonna lie. I think up until here's my thing with the Netflix Marvel shows. Here was my big problem, yep, and I'm I don't up. think to my to my memory, I don't think the third season of Daredevil suffered from this. I think that was a no. pretty coherent story. But the they're just there's always a point where yep. it's just like they've all got to do some just some stupid stuff because we got to fill episode counts. Yep. And and for me, it was just like, oh, so and like literally I was I was doing I've described described it before here where I do microwave viewing where it's yeah. just like, OK, they're having a heart to heart about something. Blip, 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 blip. blip. Give me the last minute of it. OK, summation. Now we're moving on. Yep. And and so yeah, so I'm mean, I'm not saying it was bad. I'm just saying I couldn't get. I just went on and I read Vulture's breakdowns for the rest of the episodes to save myself some time. Yeah, yep. I was like I was okay with that. Uh, yeah, but Good Omens again, oh, folks. Yeah. It's got all of the the awesomeness and energy of of like Douglas Adams and the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. Oh, oh, great analogy. Right, and it's got and 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 seriously, if you don't like David Tennant. It, or if you if you think he's enjoyable through the first two episodes, wait until the entire, mind you, fifteen to twenty minute pre credit sequence of the third yes. episode, yes, where you are seeing these two angels through the years. Um, oh, maybe my favorite episode. Yeah, angel and demon. Um, yeah. and, and it's amazing because it's so entertaining. You completely forget the moment you ended on in book two. Or in episode right, two, yeah. episode two, yeah. So uh, I still, I, I can't, I can't recommend it enough. It is just, and it was just a good, solid story from beginning to end. I yep. mean, that, which totally. is probably the why, reason why I keep replaying it. And once again, uh, I, I love little subtle things like uh, I almost called him Kilgrave, um, but <laughs> uh, Crow, Crowley. Crowley. Crowley's uh, just love uh, everything like from the 80s on. He just loves Queen. He's always listening yes. to Queen oh, in his yeah. car. Yep. Yep. Which oh, played yeah. really well. In his, in his in his 1930s Bentley. Yes. With with a premium sound system. <laughs> yep. That it was. Uh, which, by the way, just a gorgeous car. Just beautiful. Oh, so great. Um, but but very fitting. Uh, like I even love there's there's one point he just. It, it, this is like, it, folks, this is uh, leading up to, to the end of days, all right? Like, literally leading up to the yeah. day of the apocalypse. Um, and, and like, it's a point now where it's just hours away. Uh, and he 
he is despondent. And he just says, I don't know, should I feel bad for littering? Doesn't really matter right now. It drops what he was holding. <laughs> um, but but seriously, David Tennant, yeah, he I he I think we knew from seeing him play uh in the role of the doctor in Doctor Who. I think we saw how charismatic and energetic he is. But and with with Kilgrave, we saw how creepy he is. And by the way, it's nothing to take away from Michael Sheen. He did a great job as well in that movie oh, or in ab- that series. It, absolutely. And, and I and I think that's what allows Tenet's character to stand out so well because Sheen plays such a good straight man. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like he he really does just like he's just the perfect straight man. Like you, you could like it's 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 a Pixar movie. Yeah, quite definitely. I you know what right. I mean? Yeah, it is. It is. It's structured a lot like a Pixar movie, and it works perfectly with with the cast that they have. Yeah, it really. It uh, I I can't I can't recommend it enough. And the narrative methodology that they oh. use usually. I'm I'm a big I'm a big opponent of voiceover because yeah. yep. usually I I it's usually used as a as a writer's uh, crutch to get out of something. Yep. Totally, but not in this case. It sets the tone from the yeah. beginning and carries it through. Like it, 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 that aspect of it, I thought was was done well. Not unlike uh, in Stranger Than Fiction, right, where they have the narrator um, that's like writing the book as it's it's going along. It kind of felt that way because that was God's voice, right, mm-hmm. the whole time. Right, you just hear God speaking. The, oh, I oh, getting chills. It's so good. Yeah, it really is. And then, and then I will say. For repeatability, it's got great elements as well, like uh, the the freeway or highway that goes around London, that it, yes. it, it becomes a, a thing later on in the story. Uh, it's even mentioned in the beginning, the very first episode, there's something in there about like one of his greatest accomplishments, including this, or or that that is referenced in like the yes. first episode. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's like bragging to the other. Uh, no, no, D- that's where he brought the cell networks down. No, this was. Oh, okay, I think yeah, yeah. I think this was the narrator saying okay. you know something about. It. And okay. it's even it's even referenced in the opening animation. Which, by the way, it's the only show where oh, I haven't skipped God. to the intro. Because it is. It's like it's like stop motion meets like marionette puppets meets like traditional like two uh, okay. D animation. It, like it's it's Monty oh. Python animation, guys. That's what it is. Ah. Uh, yeah, you're right. right. It it is. Yeah. yeah. And it oh and the, and you're right though. There's like like the 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 Kraken is is like mm-hmm. in the back for a second. Like all these pieces are and and as you watch the series, right? The the intro makes more and more and more and more sense. Yep. Yeah, it's one of those things where much like uh when I've been gleefully watching like Homecoming and and when I watched Far From Home as well when I reflect on it later. There are almost everything that's present in the story is in service of the story. You know, like uh, in Homecoming, when Peter Parker, lo- when Spider-Man Peter Parker loses his backpack because he attached it to a dumpster, the dumpster's hauled off. That is an important element because he then needs Ned's laptop later in order to hack the suit because he no longer right. has a laptop. Uh, there are little elements that just, they mean something. And and uh, Far From Home has many different little things as well. Like there is a, there's a scene where technology is used and that introduces us to another piece of technology, which, which what that does is it helps us 
to e to have an easier experience in digesting when that technology is used again later. So they're like setting the table. Here's a little bit of it. Now, boom, here's the big piece of it. And that's the reason why we're in, but it, but it also does it in a really humorous way, an excellent part of the story and a very humorous interlude occurs because of it. So nothing is kind of wasted. So it's just it's thoroughly enjoyable. Good Omens does the exact same thing. Almost everything yeah. exists in 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 service of. I think the only thing that doesn't was the way that uh, Crowley gets his plants to grow so nice. That part was the only part that doesn't really serve any other purpose. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but but uh, I mean, kind of ties into his imagination part a little bit. Oh, good point. Good point. But 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 still, that's 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 explained through his imagination, right? The the narrator even says that, even though he's treating his car like his plants at that point. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Good point. So uh, wow, I hadn't thought of that. See, you're teaching yeah. me something. <laughs> You're learning me good, Trent. I like it. Oh, it was. I'm, I'm glad you recommended it to me because it's been sitting at the top banner of my fire stick for a while now. And you were like, oh, no, no, dude, you definitely got to watch it. And it was well freaking worth it. Oh, speaking of which, Trent, if you're ready to finally switch off from that and we could actually talk about tech as a tech podcast. Mm, tech podcast. I don't know if you know what hit the news today uh, as a fire stick owner. One of the most go frustrating on. things is when you want to watch YouTube on your Fire Stick, oh. you have oh, to go through the yes. Silk browser. Yes. Well, apparently Amazon and Google have have oh, made nice hallelujah. because you can now oh, legit hallelujah. have an app, I think, on your Chromecast for Prime Video. And yep. likewise, there's a legit YouTube app now on your Fire Stick. Before, if you wanted to watch a Prime video, you had to cast your entire screen, and then uh, Google, if you're on an on Android, uh, or, or just casting uh, anything off of your screen from Prime Video, dumbed it down to uh, below standard depth. Mm -hmm. You were you were at 36, um, and so finally, we have a way where they can play nice together, and everyone wins. Yeah, the consumer exactly. wins. Well, that's one of the things, you know, like part of the reason people may say, why exactly do you go to this great length to do the video? It's only because it's 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 multicasting and it's trying to make the user experience wherever people are. That's where we want to be able to provide something. Uh, yeah. So in this case, it's a similar thing. You know, it's it's more about your content being available. It doesn't really matter how you get it out there because you just want people to be on it. That's the important part. That's the part that, that, that is, is you know, pays the bills, if you will. So the easier it is for people to access Prime Video, the the easier it will be for people to, uh, or the more it'll motivate people to buy video through, through Prime Video. And uh, likewise with YouTube, the easier it is for people to digest it, even though I got to admit the Silk browser wasn't really that bad of a hack if you will. No, it, it was, it wasn't bad, it, but it was just an extra step. Look, right? man, don't get me started on YouTube because, uh, one, oh. I, I wait, I brought it up. Are but they, what, are they, they going to ask us to sign up for, for a subscription every time I freaking load it? Oh, I have no idea. But, oh. but the one thing that drives me nuts about YouTube itself is the inconsistency of the platform. Uh, cause obviously the, the, 
biggest versatility and and the fullest feature set is when people are watching through a web browser, uh, Chrome or what have you. Oh, but by far, yeah. But if far. you're on the app, like one of the things that that you're supposed to do. Uh, and everybody does it. I, I guess that's the reason why. And, you know, we attempt to do it here, too. Like, if you watch the video on Facebook, you'll get 20 seconds of nothing at the end of this because there's just the NetHeads logo, and that becomes an end card for the YouTube video. But if you right. wa- and but you only see what we want you to see there because there's a subscribe button. There's, like, yeah. this video and that video. Uh, you know, we try and, and get you deeply engaged with us that way, trying to, you know, give you a first taste is free, and then we hook you kind of thing. Um that doesn't exist if you're watching like on the app on an iPhone or an Android. It doesn't exist. Right. It's not there. So it's like Google, come on, come on, guys, get it together. Because really, it should be. It should. It, the same thing should work everywhere. You know, it's like if we want to get yeah. people to subscribe, that button should be there. But no. I mean, yes, I, I, yeah, I understand why they don't just just because those sit on top of the the picture, right? Mm-hmm. And just out of. But if you're watching it, uh, like. Uh, landscape wise it should there's room for it to be there yeah i know yeah. well you know it's you're right it's one of those things look man i'm yeah. not i'm not a developer so hmm, yeah. i don't know i, I ain't got well, to know and, one and 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 google is not known for its um uh execution of good U- ui i mean uh chromecast still is so gosh damned hard to like skip forward in something you're playing or skip backwards, mm-hmm. uh, which is why I bought a fire stick. <laughs> yeah. I wanted a remote. There you go. I don't, yeah, me too. The exact same reason. It's yeah. We want easy. We, we want, and that's the one thing I will admit that the fire stick has made almost the easiest is just the yep. ability to do almost everything I want through one device. Yep. The only thing that's frustrating is when you do get into these media issues. For example, uh, my daughter has the entire Twilight series uh, that was gifted uh, to her, and that was through Ultraviolet, and it was a and same thing with the Hunger Games movies and uh, the Lionsgate. Now that means I could transfer that Ultraviolet library because guess what, folks? Ultraviolet dead. Um, right. Yeah. As, as a media I, I, service. I got, yeah. You got the notice too, right? Yep, I got all the notices, yeah. But you can connect it to a free Voodoo account. Now, one of the great things is that uh, Disney, in their their race for uh, fortune and glory, they have uh, come up with movies anywhere, and they got a lot of the studios subscribed to it, so that way it can centralize your library. So whether you bought it on Amazon Prime, or you bought it on Voodoo, or you bought it on iTunes, or what have you, it coordinates your movie library all through there. But not everybody has bought into that uh, Paramount, right. Lionsgate, etc. Haven't so right. uh, I could have the vood. I could have it on Vudu, and my daughter could watch it. But then we have to go through the app on the TV because there's no Vudu app available on the Fire Stick. Right. Yep. You know the the other uh, uh, lament, I guess I could say I have about Fire Stick, which and it's a minimal one, is that there's not a LastPass app for it. Um, because there are a few apps that just ask me to like re-sign in all the time, um, and it's just such a pain in the ass t- because my passwords are pretty intense uh, that I just end up casting through my phone because I have LastPass remember it on my phone <laughs> instead. <laughs> and granted, Amazon does have a a uh, a single password uh, login feature, 
but I'm already doing that with LastPass. All mm-hmm. my shit is on LastPass. I don't want to do it again for something else. I Okay, I get you there because I'm in the same boat now. You got me oh, into the LastPass, and it's, it's so great. Oh, it changes everything. Yes, it, ma- it helps make us even dumber. It's wonderful. It's, dumber and more secure. What what more could we want? That's, that's everything I want in this world. I want to be dumber and more <laughs> secure. That's what I want. <laughs> So that way, it's it's all idiocracy in the end. Yeah, That's the whole yeah. point. Dumber and more secure. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's what we want. We want to we want to feel safe. We want to we want to feel happy. Um, but we also don't want to remember things. Well, you know, I'm convinced the internet makes us dumber. Like I I literally. Oh yeah. I know I sure. I know I have uh somewhat of an of an a device addiction. I guess is the best way to put it. Not because oh all the gadgets and all that stupid shit. Uh, what I'm referring mainly to is that. Uh, like there are times where I'm looking for it to be fed information and I'm just like not getting anywhere. Oh, I've seen everything on Instagram. I've gotten everything I could potentially get out of the stream from Facebook. Twitter's not really doing anything and I've already read the news. So I got no more information. I know you might say, hey, Will, why don't you pick up a book at that time? You're probably right. But it's, I mean, if we look at like the the um, evolutionary psychology, though, it plays into like the the hunter seeker mentality that's that's in our 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 dna right like it, it we're always like on the move we're always seeking especially if, a, if you have a very active brain right you always want to be engaged in something um and and the, it's an easy way to do it fomo it's all about the fomo trend <laughs> i i omo a lot miss out yeah no. <laughs> You're, I uh, of you're, missing of missing out a lot. <laughs> okay, I, that's fair enough. Fair enough. Um, hey Trent, I, I have I have one quick question. Where yeah, is yeah. relative to Logan, Utah? Where is uh, Logan Canyon? Uh, I my home is right at the mouth of Logan Canyon. Oh, okay, wonderful. So uh, I'm sure. Now let me ask you a question because I've been wondering about this um, uh-huh. because lately Logan Canyon has been coming up in the news for not so cool reasons. Um, but I'm um, looking at the look on your face. My question is going to be pointless because you have no clue. So never mind. Because I was just going to be like, I want to hear it though. Well, I could get your perspective because I know there was the time with uh, like somebody being trapped under a car or something. But you know, I was oh, just yeah. I was just wondering what it's like when you're in an area that's getting national attention, but apparently it's not happening, or at least you're not aware of it. But uh, Logan, but, but I also don't have like news. Yeah. Well, Logan <laughs> Canyon. Um, uh, look, long story short, there was a student, uh, that returned to Utah, met, so met, was dropped off from an Uber at 3 a.m. in the park. And I'm sorry, I don't remember her name. I don't mean to disrespect the dead. Unfortunately, yeah. she was murdered and a suspect has been arrested and all that jazz. And her remains were found in Logan Canyon. That's where they were. Oh my God. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> I, I, normally, I, normally people at work keep me updated on shit like this, but no one even brought this up to me. Maybe I need to take my headphones off at work once in a while. By the way, if I said Logan Creek, sorry, I meant Logan Canyon. No, you um, said Logan Canyon. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. that's the. So I was just wondering, really? but you're so your hand is so far from the pulse. And oh my god, this is this is crazy balls. I've got a, I've got a. One of my best friends is the editor of the city section of the newspaper. I should I should probably look in his Slack and see if he's mentioned it at all. What what does that mean? Look in his Slack. You like, gotta. We, 
his Slack channel. Like we're in a Slack group. I should see what he's posting. Gotcha. I understand. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for. I mean, I understand what Slack is. I've yeah. Never been able to be in an area where it's being implemented effectively, but you know. Oh, yeah. Understood. No. Um. So. Uh. Okay. Well, never mind. Forget about that then. That's wow. Okay. And uh, you know what? I think I think really that's about it. I don't know. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Because I just generally. I, I think I'm done. I don't. I, yeah. I, I can't. I can't think of anything. Well, I, look. Uh, next week, I am going to San Diego Comic Con again. Yeah. And I admit that uh, I'm. I'm. Uh, okay. It's my second year going, and it's probably going to be my last because. <gasps> well, the first year, it look. It's one thing to say you're going to the San Salt Lake Fan Experience Con or whatever they call it yes. now. Yeah. That's one thing, okay? Because it's a few days. It's a decent con, but it's still yeah. like it's a it's a reasonable. It's con- manageable. Exactly. Yes. Uh, it's consumable. Yeah. The SDCC <laughs> is oh. it's a long series of lines. What do I want to yes. get into? Uh, and so, like uh, last year, my biggest regret was not going into the Good Place Experience. This year. It's, oh, tomorrow's the day you can get reservations. Uh, July 10th, <laughs> tomorrow is the day. If you're listening to this on July 11th, re- ignore the day reference. But you can make a reservation. So last year in this particular spot was it right by the Tin Roof Cafe or something. That's where the Good Place experience was. And it was like a big front and you walk, you go into the experience and suddenly you're in like a mini neighborhood kind of experience. Awesome. You had a badge and then there are, Get some froyo. There are players in there and they're like, they scan in like, oh, you're such and such and you have to play along like you're Eleanor uh-huh. Shellstrop. Yeah. Uh, this year, I'm definitely going to try and make a reservation because I missed out on the Good Place. This year, it's Brooklyn Nine-Nine themed. Oh, okay. So I want to be able to check that out. Uh, my whole point is, uh, last year I found it very frustrating because it was very hard to get around, very crowded, also very hot. Uh, oh, and yeah. and this year I'm being a little more focused. After having been to the through the experience and seeing all right. of the activations or installations, the external things to the con, I've gotten very dialed into, okay, what is playing where? So, for example, I'm very centric on on NBC and their comedy. So there's the Brooklyn Nine-Nine right. experience. I know when the the Good Place panel will be happening. There's also going to be the International Hole of Pancakes Cafe at the Hard Rock uh, Cafe. <laughs> there's also, I think, at the hard in the Hard Rock lobby, it's a Cloud Nine, uh, oh nice superstore, super yeah, uh, theme going on. So I like those are things I definitely want to check out. Yeah, and, and for I'd, sure. I'd like to try and and catch some of the other items. I will say. I am a little excited about one thing, although I don't know how much it will benefit me or not, because uh, I'm able to go because I'm going to be running the the tech for yeah. uh, Kevin's Hall H panel, and the panel right before him is the recently announced Marvel uh, panel. So, where hopefully they're going to be rolling out the new MCU plan. Yeah, this this will be Phase Four. Yeah, although I yeah. think I think Feige has said that it's not nothing's going to be as big as what they did with with Infinity yeah. War and Endgame, which yeah, I'm kind of glad because I'd prefer less of a slow burn. I think. Yeah, in fact, I looked up today. I looked up um, what kind of the the projections were for what was coming out next. And uh, so the start of phase four is guardians of the galaxy three. 
then we go into Black Widow, Doctor Strange 2, The Eternals, um, and then uh, even a Shang-Chi movie. I kind of question that. First of all, because um, Gunn is going to finish his Suicide Squad for DC before he even shoots Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, So it's it's not until like the end of 2020. That is that is too long. That's too yeah. long. I, oh, you know what? We haven't talked about this. Um, well, uh, we'll we'll save for the next uh, conversation. Okay. Uh, because, yeah, because there's not any movies coming out. Well, no, it's not because of that. No, I was just thinking because you know Star Wars has kind of been a, a hit and miss thing. I think uh, when Disney bought uh, Lucasfilm and they went into the Star Wars business, they thought they could MCU it. Uh, right. kind of in a way by doing a film uh, a year and then that didn't play out so well I guess in their opinion I don't think Last Jedi performed as well as they did or as they hoped it would etc uh, etc et so um, but I was just wondering the thing I was thinking about talking about is like has there been too much Star Wars and do you think we're getting kind of close in that way to MCU because really I think they do need to like three movies a year is a is a bit much. Like uh, if you think about it, last year we had uh, Infinity War. Oh wait, no, we had uh, we had Black Panther, then Infinity yep. War, and then Ragnarok, Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh yeah. yeah, and in November you had Ragnarok. Yeah. This year we had Captain Marvel in March. We had. Uh, Endgame in April, and then in July, obviously, we've got Far From Home. So, yeah. I, I don't know, though. I mean, because obviously that's a pace that is hard to keep up. And I think that they've been, kind of been able to do this because, narratively speaking, there have been certain movies that do tie into the uh, end game of it all, and certain ones that kind of just existed for comedic purposes. Like Ant-Man, the first one, it really didn't serve the the Infinity War saga at all. Right. Yeah. It yeah. Was, it was yeah. just there you kind of as a breather. It to, yeah. Um, so the so it, at least the list I was working off of, and I can't remember what site this was from, but Guardians of the Galaxy uh, vol, or Volume 3 is the only thing coming out in 2020 in November. And then three films in 2021, Black Widow, The Eternals, and Doctor Strange 2. And then two films in 2022, Black Panther 2 and Shang-Chi. That's a, that's a lot of shoe leather between Black Panther movies. Really, right. if you think about it. Yeah, especially as, as big as a success as it was. Yeah. You would think you would you would jump that to the start. To You know what I mean? Guardians, I think, is, is, is timely, especially coming off of, you know, uh, possibly what we'll see as the Asgardians of the galaxy. <laughs> I hope. Oh, I hope. Um, and Black Widow too to kind of t- you know tie like give a, a backstory or something for her. I don't know. Well, I I know that it is Ma- kind of maybe it- they'll try and save the Hawkeye character, which they've destroyed in two event. Well, all the Avengers movies. Well, all I know is if you do a Black Widow movie and you don't show us Budapest, uh, right? Then why are you doing yeah. it? Yeah, like. Again, that that's that's something that could and should have probably been done a while ago. Yeah, Sean Ryan on on uh, Facebook is bringing up where will Thor end up? I don't know. I like I, I think what we're gonna find is it's just we're gonna be like we're gonna be back on the Benatar, but they dropped him off somewhere and he's out just you know screwing around. Yeah, because you know he's got the he's got the axe. He doesn't really need a ride. He's got the, yeah. the Stormbringer that can yeah he can Stormbreaker open up the yeah whatever. He can open up the uh, the the ma- the the rainbow bridge. No, that's a bad, 
Yeah, the Bifrost. Thank you. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, wow. That, that, I'm sorry, I didn't expect that to happen too. But uh, but good combo. It'll be interesting to see what they do. But but also, I think now we're kind of we're definitely in the area where I am. I'm definitely in the MCU side of things. I'm spent. They have they've had their they've toyed with my emotions. They've torn me down and built me back up, and I don't think I can take any more. Yeah. Yeah, I th- I think I kind of reached peak. I mean, not that I don't enjoy every film, but I'm, I like, Infinity War, I was like, man, okay, we'll wait for the next one to come out now. You know what I mean? It wasn't for me. It wasn't like, oh, my God, how are they going to end this? Ah! I'm like, well, it's a comic book, so a wizard will do something, and it'll be fine. It was a close. It was a magic love <laughs> and space magic. Close enough. And when you don't have an answer for him, you tell him a wizard did it. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, yeah, I, because I, I, really, it's that was a whole lot of build. And that's one thing I don't want to experience again, too. Don't do any of this splitting. I don't dig it when studios do that. Obviously, it paid off for them. But when you have something big, don't split it up across two things anymore and space yeah. it out. I mean, at least they only did one year. Okay, so that wasn't so bad. But don't don't mess with us again like that. Just don't. Yeah. Anyway, folks, thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for uh, listening. We greatly appreciate it. Always appreciate you, even though, you know, uh, obviously, uh, NetHeads is something we love to do. I I don't want to say that it's a priority, though, uh, because obviously we've got lives and you know and yeah and we got to pay the bills yeah that elsewhere. too yeah definitely <laughs> um and and i have uh you know i mentioned it uh i don't know if 299.1 is going the it will probably will go on the front end of this um but uh one thing i didn't mention that i'm i'm toying with uh is just seeing although i haven't had the energy or the attention to do it other than the one that i did but i'm trying to see if there's a way where i can do a little daily thing on our patreon uh, to give you yeah. something worthwhile there, uh, give you a reason why to become a patron of us. Um, and if not, you know, whatever too. And I think what I did, yeah, that's the MODOK level, which I think is a whole whopping $2 a month. But, the, you know, yeah. listen to the podcast first. You'll hear if anything is, is <laughs> Mario Flores says, lives, you work from home. No, I do. He doesn't. Um, <laughs> granted, it's a short walking distance, but. Yeah. Yeah, even shorter motorcycle drive. Yeah, there you go. I um, but you know, it's it's. I'll listen here, and I'll tell you if that does really become a thing because it is fun. But when it's only you talking, uh, it's hard. It's hard to do. Yeah, it's it's not it's not it's not fun. Although I I did pretty well. I'll, but the other thing that I did do is because it was the first time, and I was so nervous. And I like I totally skipped over a piece of content that I I took a little bit of time putting together. So it's like that you planned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it was this great clip of uh, of Chris Evans having been at a con, and he swears, and then he's just like, oh, he realized what he did, and he just put his head down, and he's like, language. <laughs> language. It was beautiful. His publicist saw on the side just being like, I'm going to kick your ass. So no, I don't think so anymore. I mean, because like, everybody is just like, we've been printing money off this guy for like yeah, 10 yeah, yeah. years or eight years now. Right. Which, by the way, uh, I feel so bad having bashed... Um, Captain America the First Avenger when it when I first saw it because I have to say like rewatchability wise it is a really good film it really it's my is fa- it's my favorite MCU movie I you see I I think my favorite Cap man I think of the MCU films to date uh, it's kind of like Cap and Guardians of the Galaxy are the two that were consistent in quality all the way across the board yeah. Um, cause it, when you got cap, you've got that, you got winter soldier, which was a great spy film. And then you've got, yep. you know, civil war was Avengers 1.5 or 2.5 right. or whatever. 
and it was it was just thoroughly enjoyable, just a, a great uh, romp. So uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, same way. We were wrapping up the show. I'm sorry. Anyway, uh, thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Uh, anything you want to plug while we're here, Trent? Anything? Uh, no. Just uh, uh, remember to help uh, control the pet population. Have your pet spayed or neutered. Very good. And uh, and I'm uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, I'm NetheadWW. He's a part of him. Uh, the show is NetHeads on air. Uh, please uh, don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel if you actually listen to it. I don't even care if you watch any of the videos. You don't have yeah. to. But subscribe. It'll make me feel better. Uh, and uh, that's it, folks. Until next time, uh, my name's Will. I'm Trent. And we'll be back soon. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. 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 We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. You know, it just dawned on me right now. Oh, hey, Dave. Dave just joined us. We're leaving, Dave. What's up, Dave? Um, I just realized every time we do that and we say we'll be back soon and then we do a stinger, we're, we're literally already fulfilling it. Yeah. So, yeah. We, we literally, we will be back in like 27 seconds. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and then three or four weeks from then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So, we're not lying ever. No, we're not. But, the question I have for you, Will, af- af- after after all is said and done, do you feel a little bit dumber and more secure? Always. <laughs> <laughs>